Who's ready for some live Front Desk Goddess training? We are so excited to announce an upcoming event. Registration is now open for Tyler, Texas on Friday, October 14th. You can call me, Amy, to register right now at 800-592-7239 or just click the link in our show notes. Be sure to mention the podcast if you call me to save some money or you can use the code FDGR for Front Desk Goddess Retreat and you'll save $100. As always, Brady Group All Access members are invited to attend for free, but you still need to register. So again, call Amy, 800-592-7239. Welcome to the Front Desk Goddess Diaries. My name is Amy and I am a personal practice coach for the Brady Group. I've been in your shoes and I have the pleasure of working with dental practices across the globe. And you know what I've discovered? Everyone has the same challenges. I'm excited to share wisdom that I've gained from great dental practices just like yours. Well, I hope that got your attention. Uh, Hopefully this isn't disappointing, but I'm actually going to be discussing the health of your teen culture, not your gut health, as might be indicated by the topic. Uh, See, from my vantage point, gossip is the number one issue with teen culture. Somebody sent me a recent study and I really dug into it and then did some additional research of my own, but uh, I'll share uh, the link in the show notes. But the results of this research were pretty alarming. And I'll tell you, for me, that's a big deal because most of what I deal with in talking with you, team members, doctors, uh, working with you on Zoom, most of what we discuss really has to do with interpersonal relationships and uh, making sure that our team culture is healthy. But you know, given that, apparently three-fourths of us admit to discussing workplace concerns or other co-workers while at the office. Uh, we spend on average 40 minutes a day discussing problems and uh, other people. Half of the males admit to chatting at work, while four out of five women, 80% of us women discuss other people or problems at work in a um, you know not so productive way. Now, don't shoot me on this one, guys, but apparently millennials, 81% of millennials um, are the most likely to gossip at work, followed by Gen Xers at 70% and baby boomers at 60%. Now, here's one that really is disturbing from my point of view. Um, almost a third of uh, those you know, uh, surveyed by this uh, research claimed their boss had explicitly requested rumors or gossip to learn about workplace issues. Do you hear that? <laughs> so this is the leader of organizations is going to others and asking basically facilitating gossip in order to find out what's going on. That is really bothersome because, uh, you know, guys, if, if you want to, and gals, if you want to nip gossip in the bud, you've got to be transparent. It has to start at the top. And if we are, you know, doing exactly what it is that we don't want our team members to do, that's a problem. Okay. So, Here's something else that's interesting. Most gossip is about workplace problems involving fellow team members, the doctor, patients, 
Uh, 71% claim they gossip about that one coworker on the team. Uh, 44% claim that they gossip about their boss, the leader. Uh, 31% claim that they gossip about customers, patients in this case. So why do we gossip? I think there are some reasons that we gossip uh, that uh, are really a leadership issue, but then there are more toxic, I think dark reasons why gossip happens. And we're gonna talk about both. So if we are gossiping, um, generally what I find is it's a lack of clarity. There's poor communication. Maybe there's some unhealthy competition amongst the team because, you know, we're left to our own devices to kind of figure out the rules, so to speak. Um, and we, we just want to be in the know. We want to know what's going on as team members. And so uh, if, if the leader is not clear and concise and uh, telling us what's going on, then we're going to probably gossip. Okay. Now there are some more toxic. I mentioned some dark reasons why we gossip could be personal issues like insecurity. We're attention seeking. Maybe it's even self-preservation. And uh, those reasons are a little more problematic and uh, we're going to discuss that. So here's the thing. Gossip is seen as needless and potentially a lethal part of office culture that's going to kill morale. It's going to strain relationships. And just in case, let's kind of just for completeness, completeness sake, if you aren't clear on what constitutes gossip, here you go. Rumors, obviously, false information, failure to correct false information. So if somebody's spreading a rumor that you know for a fact is not true and you don't correct it, then you're part of that gossip, okay? Ridicule, belittling, humiliation, um, leaks of personal and confidential information, uh, failure to stop, um, you know, unethical communication. Again, if, if you are not directly gossiping, but you're not taking you know part in stopping it or being part of the solution then you are part of the problem uh, dave ramsey i love his definition of gossip he says gossip is discussing anything negative with someone who can't do anything about it dave ramsey has a no gossip policy i'm going to share his video um, on gossip in the the show notes but he's pretty passionate about it. He just does not tolerate it whatsoever. He has a no tolerance policy when it comes to gossip. So if you worked at Ramsey Solutions for Dave Ramsey, how would you fare? <laughs> would you still have a job? So again, I think we've got to know what gossip is. Uh, friendly conversation and gossip are completely different. So how do you tell the difference, okay? Consider the following. Maybe you're discussing at lunch, you know, you're talking about others, but we're keeping the references general, supportive. We're not obsessed with picking holes in another person's character. We're just sharing information uh, in a very matter of fact way about what people have done, um, maybe to further an objective, work related conversation maybe to share information to somebody about work relevant information. So here's a really good rule of thumb that uh, will help you decipher whether or not what you're discussing at lunch or in the lab is just simply helpful discussion or gossip. If you wouldn't say it in front of the person that you're talking about, 
don't say it. That includes patients, coworkers, um, anybody. Just don't discuss it or don't say it if you wouldn't say it right in front of them. See, gossip, on the other hand, it um, bottom line, gossip is something that we see as gaining attention. Okay, uh, we we want to be the first to share information. We want to be the you know breaking the news, so to speak. Um, breaking news, you know, I always get so irritated when uh, a tweet notification or something comes across my phone, and it's like breaking news. And it's something so ridiculous and, and trivial, but that's just how we are. It's human nature to want to be the one uh, to know something first. I mean, we might even use kind of a confidential tone in sharing the information about someone else. And really the motive here, we, we don't want to admit it, but the motive is to be the center of attention. I mean, we like to, again, this is the human nature side of us. Um, we all have this, it's just how we deal with it. Um, we want to undermine credibility of others or likability. Some of you will say, well, I don't do that. Well, again, it's just the human side of us. It's a self-preservation mechanism. Um, many people deal with that much better than others. And that's why you may be thinking, well, I, I don't really do that. Well, that means that you're a lot more secure. You have a not, lot uh, more self-esteem. Um, you don't feel the need to share uh, you know, demoralizing information about others in order to build your credibility or your self-worth. Okay. But those who talk about others, you know, in, in, uh, you know, these confidential undertones and this character assassin assassination that uh, takes place, you guys are insecure. Bottom line, if others are talking to you about uh, what's going on with other people in this kind of a way, then really it's just about their self-worth. Okay. For some reason, they're not feeling good about themselves. When people misbehave, it's not about you. It's about something they're struggling with internally, and we cannot allow that to happen. Okay. If you're being told a lot more personal details than you care to know about, nip that in the bud. Again, motivation behind this type of gossip or attention-seeking, self-inflation, you know, uh, this exaggeration is more like a me versus them mentality. You cannot have that on your team. It can be so divisive. Um, another kind of gossip that uh, I read an article about grapevine gossip, <laughs> you know, this, um, again, may not necessarily be toxic, but it's certainly not helpful. It, it wastes time and that's generally pertaining to the general changes in the office. Maybe somebody started it and said, oh my gosh, we're gonna you know, uh, change our hours. How do you guys feel about that? I, I heard the doctor saying something about that. Uh, and again, it could be something relatively benign, but it just wastes time. It usually happens when things are uncertain, it might even be fueled by fear or, you know, like I said, poor communication from leadership. And when that happens, we're all left to our own imagination. That's what we're relying on. And, uh, you know, these wild guesses and all this speculation, it's a total waste of time. And our imagination, doctors, leaders, is much more dramatic than the truth. And uh, the problem with grapevine gossip is, if we don't deal with it immediately, it can potentially be just as damaging and demoralizing as just straight up gossip. Um, again, instead of contributing to the problem, if you are not leadership, if, you, if somebody comes to you and starts talking about something that might happen or you heard this or whatever, 
just be the solution and redirect people to go straight to the source of correct information instead of just continuing the grapevine gossip. So let's talk about how to detox your team. Number one, you have to provide clarity and expectations. Leaders, stop the mushroom leadership. <laughs> mushroom leadership, that's keeping your people in the dark and basically feeding them manure. Okay? Remember, gossip as a result of lack of clarity, poor communication, that's a leadership issue. It's not a team issue. You can wipe out so much gossip if you'll just share your vision, your direction, and your expectations often. You may not even have it all together, but doctors, if you're waiting until you do, then your, your people are wasting a lot of time on speculation and grapevine gossip. It's okay to say, you know what? I don't have this all quite figured out yet, but this is the direction we're going. And I can promise you that as I have additional information, as I have more clarity and, and realize that myself, I can promise you I'm gonna share it with you. And I wanna make sure that you guys know if at any point in time, um, there, you know, I'm not clear or there's a question, please, please come directly to me. I promise you, I will clarify. I promise you, I'm not keeping anything from you. Um, that that's so important. Doctors, think of yourself as the CRO, the chief repeating officer. You have to talk about what you want often. I mean, it's very often you can't just say, well, we talked about that once last year. I don't know why people are, you know, questioning it. Well, here's the problem with that. If you talk about going a certain direction, we are all human and we have missteps and we revert back to what's comfortable. And we, um, you know, even though we talked about maybe, I don't know, getting out of network with Delta Dental but there's nothing to follow up. We don't have any clarity. We don't have a game plan. We don't talk about it often. Then it's going to become unimportant or we're going to gravitate to the things that are easier and less uncomfortable. So, you know, you can't just talk about an expectation or a direction one time. You have to say it over and over and over if it's important to you. All right. Second thing, no tolerance for gossip. Absolutely no tolerance. You cannot let this happen, doctors, leaders, uh, office managers, uh, anyone. You know, again, you just cannot allow this. Let's say you've been completely clear with your expectations. You're communicating transparently. As a leader, you've done your part. Okay, again, remember the reasons for toxic or the, the more dark reasons for gossip, insecurity, attention seeking, self-preservation, unhealthy competition amongst the team. Why do you want those things bleeding into your practice and uh, affecting the morale and the team culture? Okay, the health of your team has to be first and foremost. I've said before, you have to put your oxygen mask on first as a team. You know, we say our mission is to treat patients well. That's our number one goal. That's our number one objective. But if you don't treat each other well, if you don't serve each other well as a team, you cannot serve your patients as well as you'd like. I can promise you. Okay, so that's number one and two. Uh, leaders provide clarity, clarity and expectations. Number two, um, make sure that you don't tolerate gossip. Number three, team members. This is for you. Just don't participate. 
It sounds obvious, but I can promise you that if you just walk away from the story, that can sometimes be your best answer. Don't even give visual clues that you're interested in listening. Find a way to move on. If someone shares some juicy tea with you, don't pass it any further. Take personal responsibility to act with integrity. I can promise you that a great way to stop gossip and rumors is just to simply refuse to be drawn in. I mean, if there's nobody to gossip to, <laughs> then that person who maybe is the pot stirrer, it's not going to be fun for them anymore. Okay? Um, refuse to respond to these comments about people that are absent uh, if they are talking about somebody. Even better, you know, even better than walking away. Like we said before, if you are not redirecting someone or if you're not turning this ship around, then you become part of the problem. So try to change the subject or next time somebody gossips about, you know, your coworker, Beth, what if you bring up something about Beth? Maybe about her personally or um, maybe something that, uh, you know, you have in common with her or, uh, you know, again, something that about Beth that is not character assassination, something that will turn the conversation around. Okay, most likely people won't even notice that, that gossip has transformed into something else if you can learn to do that well. Okay. Number four, redirect gossipers to their sense of frustration, source of frustration. Okay. I get calls, texts, emails all the time, every single day from a doctor or a team member, and they are saying, I am very frustrated with so-and-so. They are doing this or they're not doing that. And my very first question, I always listen, but my very first question is, what did he or she say when you discussed it with them. And do you know what I hear 95% of the time? Oh, I haven't talked to them about it. Well, I can certainly guide you and, and help you. I want to do that, that's my job. I want to help guide you towards solution and help you um, you know, work through a helpful conversation with people that um, might not be meeting expectations or might be the source of your frustration. But ultimately, that's the best, best uh, solution. You've got to go to the source of your frustration and have that hard conversation. You know, so many of us want to avoid conflict. We don't want to rock the boat. Well, let me tell you, <laughs> you may have to rock the boat a little bit. Otherwise, you're sinking. And uh, if you don't have a little healthy conflict periodically, then you're probably not growing. You're probably functioning in silos, that silo uh, behavior where we're all kind of on our own island doing our own thing. Hey, I'm just here to do my job. In fact, I heard that here recently, a uh, team member that was having an issue with another team member. And um, she said, you know what? I just show up. I just do my job and I go home and I just avoid her as much as possible. Well, guys, that is not healthy. That is absolutely not healthy. Now, if you have gone to the source of your frustration and you have worked toward solution and, and trying to resolve that in a healthy way and uh, that doesn't work, then you go to your leadership and um, you share with them the, the steps you've gone through, maybe incorporate some reinforcement there. Uh, and if it still isn't working, then we need to look at maybe uh, making a change. All right, number five, just say something positive. Okay, if you're in a situation where you cannot walk past the gossip, 
where you're trying to redirect the conversation, it's not working, just again, say something positive. It's not nearly as much fun to spread uh, negative news if it's spoiled by some compliment about the person that's being attacked. So rather than saying negative things, uh, make it a point to say positive things um, and derail that gossip like we discussed. Um, number six, confront the gossiper. Okay. If people gossip, uh, who gossip about you believe that it's um, bringing negative consequences, they have no incentive. Okay, Not only will they get the message that, yeah, I, I know what's going on here um, and uh, it's unhealthy, it's non-productive, it's hurting our morale and culture. Let's talk through this and figure it out. Just confront them. Okay understand that those people are not attacking you because there's something wrong with you necessarily and many times they are seeking attention so give them the attention within limits by hearing them out all right um seven focus on solutions not problems okay a lot of gossip arises when we're concerned about a problem so if you sense the conversation is headed towards complaining um, remind your team, no BCD, no blaming, no complaining, no defending or justifying your actions. Okay, don't get caught up in what we call BCD. So instead of joining in with that complaining, just ask them, hey, what do you think a solution might be? Yeah, this is definitely a challenge we're facing. Let's, let's talk about what we want to have happen. Do you guys know we tend to focus on the past? The majority of the time, 80 to 90% of the time, we're dwelling on the past, we're rehashing it, we're reliving it and complaining about it. What if we were to change that? And instead, 80 to 90% of our time, we focus on what we want to have happen. Yeah, we can learn from the past and sometimes we do need to, to walk through that and discuss it in order to be better. But the exercise of focusing on solutions takes away from the gossip. Don't, you know, gossiping in this sense, when we have an issue or a problem, it turns into a witch hunt. Well, who put her on the schedule? Who did that? You know, I, I mean, stop. <laughs> there is no, absolutely nothing productive that comes from witch hunts, okay? Now, sometimes people need to be held accountable if they're not following systems or uh, protocol, but, let's blame the system, not the person. And if that person, you know, continues to uh, not follow a clearly communicated and executed system, then, then we have another issue. But gossip is never the solution there. Okay. Here's the thing, kind of some final thoughts here. Gossip is a total solution stopper. Okay. You cannot work towards solution as long as gossip is happening. Um, it totally erodes your team culture. It promotes toxicity in your office. It can completely uh, decrease morale and strain relationships. And when those things happen, you're decreasing your productivity and your ability to um, achieve your full potential. You know, I work with several different practices all over the country and I will see teams that struggle um, so much because they are so intent on getting the systems exactly right without healing their culture first. In fact, they may um, have all their ducks in a row when it comes to uh, how we answer the phone, case acceptance process, patient flow. They have everything you know, from that perspective in place. 
but their team culture is sick. And when that happens and that gossip and that toxicity is allowed to take over, then it doesn't matter how great your systems are. You are going to struggle. And then on the other side of that coin, I see practices that have an exceptional team culture. They definitely put their oxygen mask on first. They are excellent communicators. They trust each other. Trust is the foundation here. And that is so important. And maybe they don't have all the systems right, but it's just a feeling. It's just a feeling. And patients can sense when your culture is sick. Maybe they can't put their finger on it, but you know, you're going to see that in um, your, your case acceptance. You're going to see that in your referrals. You're going to see that in your retention and it is going to hurt, but you're, you're going to be focusing too much on the systems. Okay. Always focus on team culture first. Okay. Gossip is the death of teamwork. It can create a divide that will require, um, gosh, surgery sometimes. And uh, you've got to make sure that you do not let that happen. Remember, if you're a listener, maybe you're not even participating, but if you are a listener, you are the co-narrator to that gossip. Okay? The more you listen, the more you encourage it. If you don't listen, the gossip has absolutely nowhere to go. Are you on the verge of burnout? Is stress ruining your love for dentistry? Are you working too hard for the money you're bringing home? If you're ready to kick the Sunday night blues to the curb, join us in Orlando, Florida, November 9th through 11th, 2022 for our flagship event, Mission Possible Case Acceptance Super Conference. For more information and to register, just click the link in the show notes.